With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. We're back. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that thing? The Zone. And we're live from the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. We are the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live from the TheZone1059.com. Blake didn't get to come up with me this week, which was unfortunate. Uh, but So I went to dinner with some of the Pearl River Resort uh, crew, and we had saffron chowder at Philip M's, and it was amazing. And uh, so I guess Blake's going to have to double up next week. We're back here Wednesday night, Thursday morning next week on this awesome September run that we've had at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge with super comfortable comfortable chairs, full bar, and food. So it, it is a game day experience. It's a sports book and lounge. Timeout lounge, by the way. But the saffron chowder was amazing. So was the ribeye. And uh, we had a good time. Um, I was lucky enough to run into Marty Stewart, join them at their table. The five-time Grammy Award winner from Philadelphia, Mississippi, who basically went on tour at 13 years old, eventually joined Johnny Cash's band, would eventually win five Grammys, has played all over the world, and is a wonderful, wonderful human being. Uh, It was good to see him. Uh, I got, you know, I know a lot of you have been able to see Marty Stewart live. Uh, when Mississippi, when we had the Mississippi Grammys going that was tied in with the L.A. Grammys, uh, we had an unbelievable show up in um, Tunica. Charlie Pride, Marty Stewart, Pine Top Perkins, Dorothy Moore, Paul Overstreet. I mean, I don't know how many Grammys I'm at right now, but it's an incredible amount. And I had access to the green room, which may have been awesome. And uh, we were talking about that last night. And then I've also 
had an opportunity to see Marty Stewart and his band play at the MSU Raleigh Center um, in Meridian, which is a beautiful, beautiful venue. And Marty Stewart and many other benefactors are in the process of building a, you know, grand old Opry-type venue in Philadelphia, Mississippi, plus Marty's uh, largest collection of music, country music memorabilia in the world. And once it's open in December, it's expected to bring in 60,000 people a year to Philadelphia, Mississippi, and the surrounding area, which will only help shops, businesses, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and some, and there's talk that there will be other things uh, built, renovated, revitalized around this kind of corner um, block that they took. So over $20 million investment in Philadelphia, Mississippi. That's exciting. It was good to see five-time Grammy winner Marty Stewart last night at Philip M's. We were hopping, and uh, we're, speaking of hopping, we're going to have Hop Mania on. In the next segment, Chris Hopwood, director of the sports book, Golden Moon Casino. He'll join us in about 15 minutes. Looking forward to that. Now, Blake yes. mentioned that it's uh, it's the 15 – we're about to drop this. It is the 15-year anniversary of Mike Gundy's I'm a Man rant. Blake? If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother. Of children. I think this is worth reading. And let me tell you why I'm talking about this article. Three fourths of this is inaccurate. It's fiction. Here's all that kid did. He goes to class. He's respectful to the media. He's respectful to the public. And he's a good kid. And he's not a professional athlete. And he doesn't deserve to be kicked when he's down. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Incredible. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. I, I have to tell you this, Blake. This is scary. You, you told me you were in high school. I was, um, yes. So when that broke... We were broadcasting out at Annandale Golf Club for the Viking Classic. Yeah. And I remember being with my friend Rush Agent, who at that time wasn't my producer. He was just a golf guy. He'd been through the PGM program at Mississippi State. His family owned Live Oaks Golf Club at that time. And I'd asked Rush to come out there that week and kind of be my golf guy. And so we're right there off 18. Um... And we're in the media tent, and we're doing the show. And I remember it was cold. I don't remember if it was a mid to late October tournament that year. Maybe even first week in November. But I remember thinking, damn, the media center is cold. And we're laughing and we're talking about Mike Gundy losing his mind in his I'm a man, I'm 40 rant. And we're just laughing our ass off. And also that week, I was scheduled to uh, to, to interview uh, David Duvall. And you may not remember this, Blake, but Duvall 
ascended to number one in like 99 or 2000, kind of leapfrogged Tiger for about five minutes. And he shot like a 54, I think, in a tournament. And, and people were talking about how he was going to be the guy to kind of run with uh, with with Tiger. Uh, and, and obviously it just fell apart. And Rush was all nervous. He was like, you're going to, you know, and I said, yeah, I got to ask him, you know, what's it been like? And he was very nice. I mean, because I kind of asked him a, a direct, candid question. But I can remember being at Annandale Golf Club for the Viking Classic, which is now the Sanderson Farms Championship, which will be held next week at the Country Club of Jackson, which is great for the Jackson metro area when Gundy went nuts. Now, Blake, you wanted to tie this in to the fact that Bedlam, the rivalry, uh, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma. Well, I don't know if it's a rivalry because Oklahoma's won like 88% of the time. But whatever, (laughs) Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State will be no more when Oklahoma goes to the Southeastern Conference, right? That's correct. Oklahoma, as as Mike Gundy himself, the ever-colorful Mike Gundy, uh, reiterated in his press conference this week, don't put this on us. Oklahoma made this decision when they got greedy and followed Texas to the SEC. Woo! There's no, no hard feelings between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, huh? No. This is like being in a band, okay? It's like... It's like being in a band and it's just you and your your partner and y'all are best friends and you're in a band and you've always been together and while one person might be a little bit successful than the other you've always been together and then finally that more successful person often leaves you and joins the Beatles and you're just sitting here going well dang man what am I supposed to do (laughs) now what who am I supposed to play guitar for in this crappy lounge this pool hall like what do I do now that's right. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's looking around the room going, mm, I don't think we agreed to get left in this basement. <laughs> I don't know. You and I have discussed this so much. I do not know what the Big 12 and Pac-12 will look like over the next few years. Um, we'll see. Um, and, and here's another question, Blake. How long is Gundy? Uh, for our listeners, I, I want you to know how far this goes back. Gundy replaced Les Miles at Oklahoma State. When Miles went to LSU. That is crazy. That's 06? 05? So. Something like that? Yeah, it, that's an insane tenure. Uh, you mentioned the rivalry, Bedlam. It, I mean, I guess it's a rivalry. As you said, they have played 115 times. The winning, the record is Oklahoma 90 wins. Oklahoma State 19 with seven wow. ties. <laughs> wow. Wow. 90 to 19. Wow. Yep, we were at Annandale Golf Club. Those times were so much fun. The Viking Classic was so cool. I wish, I I mean, we had Guy Fieri on the show, Cat Cora. I, I had so much fun during that time. Chris Hopwood, director of the sports book, the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. He'll join us next on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. You're listening to 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We have Chris Hopwood, director of the Sportsbook. Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Great game day experience. Full bar. They serve food. Uh, super comfortable chairs, all kinds of things that you can do here at the sports book. Don't forget to go to prrsports.com and download the Pearl River Sports app. And that allows you to bet anywhere on property, including the book. And you don't have to wait in line uh, or in line at a kiosk either because you that can happen. You don't want to do that. You want to be able to watch the game. Go over and order a Dr. Pepper or Blue Moon and uh, start hanging out with your buddies and talking about how much money you're going to win. Uh, Chris Hopwood on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Hopwood, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back on. Well, we're glad to be here, and I'm glad that you and I uh, had the saffron chowder last night, and Blake didn't. <laughs> I like rubbing it in. And uh, it was good Good times. How, how was the uh, how was the crowd here at the sports book and lounge over the weekend? Oh, the crowd's been large. Both the first two weekends opening up uh, with what's going on. Uh, it's definitely an exciting weekend, but uh, hopefully some of the uh, big spreads will start coming down where there's a lot more competitive games that are happening. So it makes it a little more exciting of what's going on. I mean, you know, the SECs hasn't really interacted with each other yet. Right. So we're uh, waiting for some of those matchups. I mean, there's a couple this weekend, but uh, we still have early on. This is kind of strange, but we actually have people rolling their money on Georgia and Alabama already to just cover those big spreads. Um, just, wow. And that's usually later on, but it's already happening right now. Uh, did, by the time it kicked off at 5 o'clock last weekend, Mississippi State and LSU, had you had a pretty good uh, chunk of change bet on the game? Oh, that was uh, that was probably the biggest uh, one on Saturday that we had was that, that matchup just because it was a, a better matchup. Everyone was excited about watching it. it was, hopefully, it was supposed to be a good game. Right. <laughs> Didn't quite turn out in the fourth quarter. Didn't turn out that way, no. Yeah. Uh, it was clo- close for three quarters, and then and then LSU drops 21 points. Um, so, with Mississippi State and Ole Miss pulling G5 opponents this week, and Alabama play in Vanderbilt. Holy moly! I'll be interested to see how your handle, you know, how it looks as it unfolds throughout the week, and even going into game day, and whether one of the teams I just referenced still leads the way just because of the local, or if like A and M in Arkansas, or Tennessee and Florida trumpet on Saturday. Yeah, I mean that's what I was looking at. Uh, probably. Getting action on both sides of the game. It'll probably be the Arkansas A&M game, mm-hmm. possibly the Florida-Tennessee. I mean, you do have Texas playing Texas Tech. Um, the, the rest of them, we always get a large sum of money, but like we talk about a lot of times, I mean, with the matchups that, with Alabama and Georgia, 
for me, I'm looking at 80-plus percent of the money is going to be on those two teams to cover the point spread because no one's going to bet against them. Right. They're just either going to lay it or they're not going to lay it. Um, so Georgia. They're favored by 46 right now. My gosh, they play Kent <laughs> State this weekend. I mean, that should be illegal. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, Georgia's playing Kent State, and Alabama is playing Vanderbilt. And that's four. I don't even know what you have that's it 42 at. right now. 42 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm not sure that's enough, Hopwood. Chris Hopwood, director of the Sportsbook, Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. This is a place where you can take in the games, hang out, enjoy food and beverage. Uh, great game day experience here at the Moon. And Hopwood joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. What about on uh, – on Sunday last weekend, what was your most bet? May have been the Saints and Bucks. What was your most bet game on Sunday? No, it was actually the Dolphins and Ravens. Got it. And then uh, right behind that was probably the most of the money was on Indianapolis. So that turned out good for us in that that aspect too, because <laughs> um, we always talk about how the Ravens are a popular team for us. Right. The Saints game was kind of balanced, but it wasn't the, one of the top five games we had last week. But uh, yeah, when the when the Colts went down, that was a that was a surprise. But uh, I, I just I didn't ex- expect the implosion <laughs> the Ravens had because when a game the first half of the game I'm like okay we we're ca- canceling that one and they're gonna the customers are all gonna win that bet. What about that run in the second half? I mean I I hate th- saying these guys on TV are right, but I mean it, to me it seemed more like the implosion of the defense than it was uh, the Dolphins offense. I mean, that's just what I was watching because that was a game I was actually watching the office because it had the most money in the, in sure. the game. Sure. Chris Hopwood, Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. He is the director. He joins us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live from the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Yeah, as a Miami fan, you were probably like, yes. But also, you know, you're monitoring the game, and uh, Miami blew their doors off in the uh, – in the second half, Blake may remember, but I can't remember the last time the Ravens got gutted like that in one half on the defensive side of the football in a long time. Because really, all these 9, 10, 11, 12 win seasons that they've had and two Super Bowl wins have been driven on the defensive side of the football with guys like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and then all the dudes that they've had the last decade, you know? Yeah, and that's what we, we always expect. I mean, I know last night during dinner we were watching a breakdown on TV, yeah. and you're watching four wide receivers out there with seven, eight guys in the box. I mean, how are you supposed to play defense against that against a pass defense? Right. I mean, that was just one of the, just one of the keys we were watching last night. Um, Monday night football. I bet that doubleheader was kind of cool for uh, you. Oh, it was definitely fun. I uh, <clears throat> we, the first game, it was kind of interesting with the bets that were coming in come all over the place. I mean, we t- I think I probably took in forty, fifty thousand dollars with bets like we talked about before in the last five, ten minutes before the game kicked off. And yeah. some people kind of got shut out because they were trying to wait to the last minute to get their bets in. And it's funny because we always talk about the line difference. I mean, the rest of the world had uh, Buffalo fired by ten points. When we kicked off, we had it eight and a half. And I'm because everything came out on Tennessee. Because when I started the morning, I thought I'm rooting for Tennessee tonight, and I got to root for Buffalo, which is <laughs> kind of right. strange for me. <laughs> Buffalo put it on them. Yeah, they did. So it was great, a great day for us. The, the second game, I mean, that was, I mean, it was a break-even day. I mean, because money was on both sides of the game. Uh, there was probably more money bet on the under. I mean, on sorry, on the over of the football game. So the under helped us out. But so I mean, it, for the for the weekend for us, it was a good weekend. But uh, Saturday, like we talked about before, it was a 
it was kind of a wash because a lot of the big spreads covered. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it makes it fun. Customers win one day, and then we kind of get a little bit back the next day. Did you have some good action on Penn State-Auburn? <laughs> that was that was probably one of the top three games for the weekend. Got it. Just because it was a good matchup. And, I mean, we talked about it last week. It was kind of being hyped up right. of it could possibly good, be a good matchup. But <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Well, look at Tennessee this weekend, man. You've got them at 10.5 right now. Right. Um, I know that can move. But uh, – you know, this is going to be interesting to see if Tennessee can win and win by almost two touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's what's going to be surprising because Florida hasn't really played consistent. I mean, and Tennessee keeps <laughs> like you guys were making fun of them last week. They, sometimes they think they should have a national championship program all the time. But, sure. Uh, I mean, they're, they're playing great right this year early on. Uh, but I'm always waiting to see if they cover the spread. They keep looking strong, but then they got to sometimes face those uh, two other powerhouses that play in the SEC. They have to show me. All right, um, Chris Hopwood, Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. He is the director. We're live here at the Sportsbook and Lounge, and uh, this is a great place to take in game day on Thursday night. We got Friday night football tomorrow. I mean, you got Syracuse and Garrett Schrader, Virginia and Keaton Thompson tomorrow night. Tonight you got college and NFL, and uh, all day Saturday. All day Sunday, and then of course the ESPN game, which you know, Hopwood. It feels like it's got a little more sizzle with uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling yeah. the game. Yeah, it feels that, a little bigger. I, if it, yeah, I definitely like the the atmosphere with that game being called with those two guys. Yeah. I mean, they they were always a good uh, Saturday. I mean, Sunday afternoon game, yeah. but now they get the the big show game, the the main focus. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Dolphins and Buffalo. See how the betting comes in on that one. That's in Miami. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bills and my is Tua for real? We'll find out. Maybe that, I mean, you know, there's still a long way to go, but that is a big one. Hopwood, thank you, buddy. No, Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for having me, Chris Hopwood, director of the sports book, the Golden Moon Casino sports book and lounge, right down the street from Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Book your stay and play right now. DancingRabbitGolf.com. Hang out, enjoy golf, the book, Philip M's, and don't forget Mama and M's here at Pearl River Resort. PRRSports.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Good morning. Welcome in. Uh, top quality audio and visual for your business, church, or sports facility. Soundcomav.com, Sound and Communications. They've done work all over the Southeast, including in the SEC, Conference USA, Sunbelt, High Schools, Junior College, Sound and Communications, SoundcomAB.com. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, and we welcome in Mike D. Mike Dettelier joins us at Mike Dettelier on Twitter. Uh, LSU with a uh, heck of a come-from-behind win, outscoring Mississippi State 31-3 to once Mississippi State went up uh, 13-0. to uh, Mike, before I get into that, we were talking about crazy firings of coaches. And the video surfaced yesterday of Herm Edwards uh, walking off the field Saturday after a loss to Eastern Michigan, and his athletic director and president were there. Now, whether they fired him right there or not, we don't know, but he was eventually, he was either there or shortly thereafter let go. You know, we know about Lane Train and the tarmac out in L.A. As someone who's been covering Louisiana sports for 40 years, um, what's the craziest firing you have covered, whether it's with the Saints or with... LSU. Whoa, that's a good one. Um, most of it has been sort of the normal uh, way of firing it. I know um, this was before I even started doing this. Um, Hank Stram told me that when he got fired by then Saints uh, owner John Meekum, uh, Meekum never spoke to him. That he wow. sent an assistant. He sent one of his assistants over to tell him, uh, Coach, uh, they decided that uh, they're going to let you go. Huh. <laughs> so he said, Mike, I, I never, I never spoke to him that day and afterwards. He said, it, we never, we never had a conversation. Never. Uh, he said it was a deal where he sent one of his assistants over to my home. Uh, to say, uh, Coach, uh, they decided to go in another direction, and uh, you're fired. So, you know, when you get a chance, uh, go clean out your office. But he said, I, I, I never, I never saw Meekum, mm. never saw him. And so, uh, that one, now, now that's a pretty good one. Uh, you know, uh, you get fired, and you know, the owner doesn't even do it. <laughs> he sent somebody else over there to do it. Man. Uh... Did Mr. Benson fire Mike Ditka, or did someone else? Do you remember in the Saints yeah, organization? Yeah, um, Mike. Um, Mike told me the story that he came into the office that day, and and, and Benson asked him, uh, "Could I see you?" And he said, "We had a, a long conversation. That hey, I, I just don't think this is working, Mike, and, I, and I'm going to have to let you go." Uh, so he said, "You know." It was he understood where Benson was coming from, but he said he did not realize he fired everyone that day. <laughs> he fired the general manager uh, Terry O'Neill, who was in a, the salary cap and vice president. He, Mike said, I, I didn't realize he fired everyone. Mm. It just wasn't him. It was it was everybody going. 
so yeah, but you know he uh, Benson fired Ditka, but but brought him in and and they spoke. Uh, Mike told me almost an hour, almost an hour. Really? Yeah, he said it was he said it was a long conversation um, about football and life and everything else. So he said it was a. He said, you know, I, he said it was much better than how I left Chicago. <laughs> because he said, you know, with McCaskey, he was just looking to get rid of me. And it all stemmed from an incident that um, Mike did not know the young McCaskey at this time. Um, he said, uh, you know, my dealings had always been with the, the old Papa Bear himself, George Hallis, or with his brother Muggs Hallis. He said, I see this kid. And he's got shorts on and, you know, the white socks and tennis shoes. And he's running the track at our training camp. And he said, you know, my thing is, who, who is this guy? And uh, he, he sent an assistant over to tell him, hey, hey, what, what are you doing? And he said, uh, well, I'm, I'm getting my, my exercise in this morning. He said, no, question is, who are you? And he said, I'm Virginia McCaskey's grandson. And so when they told it to Mike, you know, in typical Ditka fashion, he got all upset about it. He told him, hey, kid, go run somewhere else. Mm. This is for real players. This isn't for fans of the team. And, and I know you related, you know, to Miss McCaskey. But he said, you know, I, I don't want you running the track here. Uh, so... Mike said, all of a sudden, you know, George Hallis dies, and his brother takes over. Muggs dies. I don't think Muggs was in there no more than four or five months. He passed away. And guess who becomes the new owner? Virginia McCaskey. She takes over and in less than 60 days hands the team over to guess who? The kid that was running the track. What? Mike McCaskey. <laughs> so he said... Mike, and I'm going to clean it up because Ditka was colorful with his language. <laughs> he said, just watch out who you talk to. I said, what are you talking about? He said, man, that son of a gun became my boss, and he hated me from the day he was the owner to the day he fired me. And he said, basically told me it's the, one of the best days of my life I get to fire you. Wow. So he said he remembered that. He He remembered that day. And he said, come on, you know. And Mike tried to, I, no matter what you might think about him, he really did try to be amicable with everyone. But he said, you know, okay, I see these kid running the track with a whistle around his neck and all. He was like, what, what the hell's going on? And he said, you know, he, he said in a short period of time, the, the two uncles and then it became Virginia the owner, and then Virginia was, I don't want to run the team. I'm giving it to Mike, my son. And so he said, that son became my boss overnight. Wow. <laughs> he said, he disliked me from the day he took over, but he said he was sure happy when he fired me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, man. Now, now Mike, Mike might have been stretching the rubber band a little bit, but I don't think too much because I've had other people that, um, were sort of involved, and they said, no, Mike McCaskey really did take great joy in, in firing Ditka. And, you know, Mike was bigger than life there then. Heck, yeah. You know, he was unbelievable. Uh, you know, when they do on Saturday Night Live skits about you, uh, 
sort of bigger than than any personality in the game, you know, that can go to your head. And Mike oh, said, listen, and some of it, it did. Yeah. He said, listen, I, he said, I'm going to be the first one to admit to you. Some of it did. And um, he, he played golf with my uncle quite often. Um, uh, my uncle was a bad golfer, just like Ditka was. <laughs> so it must have been one heck of a, a deal with the two of them. But uh, he he told him diff- more than one time. It just you know it, it got to me a little bit, and I needed some time off. And he thought that uh, getting away from the game could clear his head, and he'd have a better perspective. But no, it really didn't. Mike was hard headed, and he was yeah. Don't do you agree, Mike? That that Mike. Uh, we're visiting with Mike Dettelier, talking about Mike Ditka. Don't you agree that Ditka didn't have the ability to evolve? No, he he didn't. He he just know how to do things one way, um, you know. And Mike was going to do it his way. He didn't care what. Uh, Mike didn't spend a lot of time, you know, like like Sean. Man, Sean would spend so much time on draft choices every year, and he could talk to you in depth about, say, the top one hundred. Now his deal was once you get past there, then <laughs> he said, no, "I'm treading water, uh, so I got to rely on my scouts." Mike was a guy, he didn't want to hear anything the scouts had to say. And, you know, he would come in with a list of guys he wanted, and that, that's who they picked. Golly. So, yeah, and, and I've had, no, Hokey, uh, Hokey was part of the scouting department back then. And um, Hokey, God bless him, he would tell me, Mike, he'd come in with that little piece of paper, you know, and he'd say, boys, this is who we're going to pick. And he said, you know, some of that, we looked at that and said, well, what, what are you watching? Uh, he, a couple of them, he said, I knew you couldn't play. Oh, and man. He said, you know, he'd come in, he said, Mike, he had that little piece of paper. And that's what that was who we were going to pick. But Mike, you know, he had it his own way. He was going to do that. Nothing got in the way of a, a golf game in the morning. Kevin Mawai was a free agent. Back then, from Seattle, and you know, Kevin had played at LSU, had been an All SEC player there, and a really good NFL player. Kevin comes in early on a Saturday morning and wants to tour the facilities and talk to Ditka. And Ditka's deal was, I talked to him ten minutes because uh, he interrupted my uh, my golf game, and he let somebody else handle the rest of it. Wow! Guess what? Kevin went on the line with the Jets instead. <laughs> no kidding. But that was Mike being Mike, uh, and, and to the end, uh, when he drafted Ricky Williams, uh, Mike's hip and knees didn't work real well, and we were on a stage, and he could not walk up those stairs. Uh, they had three people from the Saints I actually sort of picked him up, and I helped him uh, get onto the stage because um, he couldn't walk. And man, the people were going nuts that day. I mean. It was bedlam. It's still kind of etched in my head uh, that noise that we and we were doing this at the Saints facilities at that time. And man, people were so excited and so enthused and everything else. And man, it was loud inside this tent where we were doing it. And he looked at me and he said, "You know what? This is how Hitler started." <laughs> you know, because you know people they, they revered Mike. Then no matter what Mike would have done, you know, people were going to go along with him, and and that was part of it. But it was it was Mike being Mike, and he's like, uh, you know, if your uncle's going to play uh, golf tomorrow, I said, uh, I, I have no idea. 
Uh, he said, well, okay. Then he said, oh, I'll, I'll see if he's gone. He said, because uh, we don't have any more picks. So he said, uh, yeah, I got a lot of time. <laughs> oh, man. That's true, though. Yeah, man. So it was, you know, it's Mike. It was Mike being Mike. I yeah. mean, you know, he was going to be character. that way. Uh, but no, he, he never really evolved. He, he talked it. He really did. Because he did, before he got back into the game, he did a weekly casino show uh, with us on WWL every Wednesday. Uh, and he would, he, they would fly him in and he would do the show and, and then they'd fly him out. And, you know, he got paid a lot of money for doing it. He didn't leave with much money because, you know, Mike was a bad gambler. I mean, he just wasn't very good at it. Um, and, and he, his temper got the best of him too at times, but, uh, uh, they made money off of Mike. Despite the fact they paid him a ton of money to come in to do the show, <laughs> Mike, I don't think, ever left with a nickel of the money because mm. <laughs> he'd gamble all night. He, he had a good time with it. And, you know, he was out of the game. So, you know, you know, it was some pastime for him. But, oh, yeah, uh, he talked it and he said all the right things. But when he got the job, it wasn't. Uh, and Richie Pettibone, who was good friends with Mike, uh, teammate of his with the Bears, and Richie had just left Washington at that time. He tried to get Richie out of retirement uh, to be the uh, defensive coordinator, and Richie, right off the bat, told me, well, Mike's never going to change. He is who he is, and despite what he's telling all of y'all, he's never going to change. Richie was 5,000% right. Mm-hmm. And he and he loved the, the the spotlight, you know, people cheering for him and everything. He, he that well, was a part of him, and he really, really, really liked that part of being in the center of attention. And man, he had commercials here. Uh, if he didn't have six to eight, he didn't have a one. I mean, he had a ton of commercials uh, that he was making here. Uh, so you know, he he was part of the money making apparatus, which that he could do really well. He knew that part. Yeah. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Mike, give me a couple of minutes. Uh, Mississippi State jumped on LSU. I thought LSU made it a street fight midway through the second quarter. Took the gloves off and really did a, a 180 and dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. And I thought House made some adjustments and really got uh, Leach and the offense mixed up. And LSU's not necessarily a good team, but man, do they have some dudes. And then outscored Mississippi State 31-3. to Your thoughts? I thought LSU's defense won the game for them. And very, okay, this isn't a shock, but some peculiar play calling on Leach. Uh, and kept going for it on fourth down. And some of those plays, um, LSU players in the locker room said, we knew exactly what they were going to do, you know. And so it, <laughs> Mike Leach helped, I'll be honest with you. That was some strange play calling in that game, um, especially in critical down and distant spots. 
But L- didn't LSU's defense look a lot like the ones of 09 and 2010 mm-hmm. and 2011? We haven't seen that that type of aggressiveness and run to the football in quite some time. And they really look good. Even the national championship year, uh, they weren't great on defense. They were, you know, they were above average, but they weren't a great defensive team. Uh, what they could do was hit you with the tsunami with points, and then they could rush you afterwards. But that defense was really good. B.J. Ojolari, I think Mississippi State's still trying to block him. I mean, oh, they'll have was nightmares about Ojolari for weeks, if not months. Yeah, he he was in the backfield as much as Will Rogers was, <laughs> and uh, you know, then the kid Hal Perkins, who we've heard a lot about, uh, the freshman from uh, Texas. God, he's uh, he, good. He, he he's really good. And then Jay Ward. Uh, this was certainly Jay's best game as an LSU defender, a leader out in the secondary. But I thought LSU's coverage-wise, they did a good job. Gave up a couple of big runs. But other than that, their defense really wanted for him. Daniel struggled and struggled uh, all game long. And I think the most peculiar thing we got out of this was on third down, why are they not trying to do something different to stop Malik Neighbors? Malik has been the guy despite all the hype about Keyshawn Booty, Malik has been the guy that Daniels trusts the most uh, early this season. You can tell. He goes to him on third down, and they treated him like he was the fifth receiver on LSU's team. And every third down, they were throwing the football to Malik. He was the MVP of the fall drills. That was That's no question. Now, he had a rough day against Florida State fielding punts, but as a receiver, he's been LSU's best receiver, and they leave him one-on-one. That, to me, was, come on, somebody's not paying attention here uh, of where Daniels wants to go with the football because in the first two games, when he needed something, he'd find Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors, first time I saw him, and it was at a camp, it popped in my head who he reminds me of. And it, it's a former LSU player, Wendell Davis. And Wendell was an all-SEC player. I think he was the SEC Offensive Player of the Year uh, as a senior. And that's who he reminds me of. Wendell was a first-round pick of the Bears till he tore up his knee um, a little bit later in his career. But that, that's who he reminds me of. Great route runner. He's got a, a, some hitch in the giddy-up. Uh, after the catch, too, man, he can get away from you. And that surprised me. It is though they had not really paid attention to what Daniels had done the first couple games with Malik. And they were all concerned about uh, Booty beat him. But, but, but Booty was not the guy that Daniels has gone to a lot. He, he, but he trusts Malik neighbors. And it, it was strange uh, to watch it, but LSU's physicality was there, starting two freshman offensive tackles, and I thought both of them really played well. Uh, you know, Mississippi State part. couldn't take advantage of two freshman offensive tackles. No, um, they, could, they could not. And LSU got a running game going a little bit, and um, I think uh, we saw a little bit more of uh, John Emery than I thought we would. Because John had told me he thought he'd probably get three or four carries. He got more than that. And um, so I think you saw the glimpse of, of what Emory could do as a runner. And I think 
he's a really uh, big part of it. But um, LSU's special teams, again, melted down. State got some really nice runbacks. And, you know, if you're a punt return guy, get the hell away from the ball. You don't need the yardage at this point. You got a big lead. Why are you trying to field a punt? Uh, but, um, again, I think it was a signature game for LSU to win uh, because Agreed. you needed something there against an opponent like Mississippi State because Brian said something sort of strange during the week about they have to start trusting us as a staff. And I think when you say it, you know that maybe there was some trepidation there about just trust us. We, we're going to put you in the right spot. And there comes a moment like that for every coach at any school that you take over and you're trying to do things differently, and they have to trust you. And I think that kind of solved the trust moment. And now LSU's got New Mexico and Auburn next. And so, you know, they're going to take care of New Mexico. And, man, the way Auburn played against Penn State, good gracious. Is that the next burn down of a coach? Yes. You can start to see that, boy, that's some, that's some kindling of that, you know, where it, it could get really bad. It could get bad for coach. Yeah. We'll leave it there. Mike Detillier at Mike Detillier on Twitter. Uh, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. And Mike joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Thanks, Mike D. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it, Bo. Uh, boy, I thought Mike framed up the MSU-LSU game really well and some great storytelling on Mike Ditka. Um, I could do that for another hour. Uh, Saints fans were so... This is what happens. It's happened to Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Tennessee and... Um, just depends on what's going on. Saints fans were so desperate to win that when they landed a big name, it didn't matter what he did because they were irrelevant from 19. I mean, there was that one little 89 to 92 stretch or whatever with Mora. But other than that, they were so desperate to win. Ditka had won for about, I don't know, four years with the Bears. Of course, the 85 Super Bowl, you could argue he underachieved. He didn't believe in playing offense and didn't allow Jim, Jim McMahon to throw the football. I was at that Super Bowl in New Orleans when they beat the Patriots. Um, but, you know, they were so desperate to win that it was like uh, absolute power absolutely corrupts, and Ditka had absolute power and was still living on what he did with the Bears from about 85 to 87 or 8. And... We all know what, what happened there. Um, that was fun. Mike D on the show brought to you by Sound and Communications. That's right. Sound and Communications. Soundcom AV. Soundcom AV.com. The leader in audio and visual for your business, for your church, for your sports facility. They've done work around the Southeast, all over the Southeast and the state of Mississippi, obviously. SoundcomAV.com. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the top audio-visual company in the state of Mississippi, Sound and Communications. Good morning. Welcome in. We've got uh, several topics to hit. And there's one stat that we found that I think should make Ole Miss fans happy. And we'll discuss on the other side. The Out of Bounds Show. 
Brought to you by Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus